Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. Today we're going to discuss a period of time. And this period of time can exist at any point in time in your life. It could be when you're a teenager, it could be when you're an adult or a child. And this is a time that we will all experience, quite possibly many times in our lives. When we go through periods of great change, there exists this period of purgatory, where you are only at a partial change. So it could be something like your mental state has changed or your ego has changed, but your environment has not changed. Or it could be the adverse, that your environment has changed, but your mental state has not changed. So you could be mature in an immature environment or immature in a mature environment. And there are loads of different variations of this. And actually, two can quite possibly exist simultaneously. A good example of this would be, I left school very early. I left school when I was at the tail end of 14 years old, going turning 15. And I went to university very young because I got an apprenticeship. This consisted of three months at university, and the rest was done on-site while I worked. So I was in a working environment in which, in that case, I was immature in a mature environment. Yet, when I would hang around with my school friends, I was mature in an immature environment. Because my friends and my social circle and kind of the activities that I was doing in my life was very immature. But then I had this experience, this change, that I was exposed to all of these different kinds of activities and thoughts and experiences and people. And all of a sudden, I had to mature quickly to get up to the standard required in order to operate in that environment. This meant that for quite a few years, I was quite disjointed. There were parts of me that were very mature and very grown up. And there were other parts of me that were very immature. I have always been an old soul. I've always been a mature person for my age. And at the time, I did think I was very mature. It's only looking back, I can obviously see like, oh my god, I was actually still a child in that environment. I hadn't gone through a lot of the rites of passage and the rituals that a lot of other people had to be in that position. A lot of people had gone to university and got their degree and done all these kinds of things. They'd had those periods of slow maturation where they could grow through different phases rather than kind of going from this child at school to adult at the workplace. And at the time, I loved it. I wanted to be seen as old. I wanted to be respected. And I had this deep longing to feel like I was a responsible person, that I could do things, that I was capable and to be recognised of this. And I was. But I can also recognise now that I put all of this pressure on myself to be that person, to grow quickly and to adapt and to have all of this external force to make myself into this thing rather than letting myself mature at my own pace. Because... After a few years, what happened was I became severely depressed. I felt like I was operating through a mask and I didn't really know who I was. And of course, because at that age, who does know who they are? But I felt like I was putting on an act with everyone. You know, I was putting on an act at work and I was putting an act around my friends. I was stuck in this period of not quite being a mature adult and not being 
a kid and wanting that part of me to fade away, to die, to let go of who I was and embrace who I was becoming. But not only had I not caught up with myself, my environment had not caught up with myself either. My friends were still talking about going to school and going to classes and I was attending meetings and, you know, delivering projects and doing all of this like crazy adulting stuff while my friends were talking about, you know, what they were going to do at lunch. And part of me missed it, part of me wanted to be there and be involved and another part of me felt like, you know, I wish they would grow up, I wish they would be where I was because I loved my job, I loved being in the position I was in, but I felt like I had outgrown my friends and I didn't know what to do and before long the situation only got worse because then all of my friends were going off to university. They were making new friends and partying and doing all of this cool stuff and I was like damn I feel like I've missed out on something. I feel like I lost an opportunity there because I'm not going to make any friends at university and really when you think about it that's one of the last social environments where people are looking to make friends and of course as adults we're looking to make friends but you don't really have that kind of environment that forces you together in a way that forms those bonds and I did feel like I was missing out on that and meanwhile the distance between myself and my friends was only growing. I felt like I was maturing and growing so fast and this distance was almost getting insurmountable. I couldn't relate to them. I couldn't even speak to them about my life and what was going on. It was so different and so estranged that I felt shut out and on the outside of something that used to be my friendship group. I was stuck on the outside. I was the only one and I was peering in and I was watching them all collectively have these experiences while I was left out. But in this time, I learned a lot of things. I learned to deepen my relationship with myself, to love my solitude even more, and to grow and advance myself as a human, to open myself up to new experiences, to put myself in positions where I would have to challenge myself and also be uncomfortable, to go and make new friends, friends that aligned more with who I was now than trying to fit with friends who they weren't bad I had just grown apart from and I needed to let that death happen I needed to let them go so that I could move on and that didn't mean that I had to ignore them or cut them off or anything but I did have to recognize where I was in life and I knew that if I stayed in the comfort of existing friendships and existing patterns and environments then I wasn't going to be able to evolve and change and move into this person that I was. So this period of purgatory for me existed in a period of solitude where I had to let myself mature and to understand and to meet new people and go and have these different experiences and understand more about who I was. I had to let myself evolve and I did have to, in a way, let those relationships die. I had to let that part of me die so that a new part of me could be born, so that I could emerge from the ashes 
and embrace a new identity. Because I also found that the people that knew me before, they knew me as this like Luke at school, you know, Luke the kid almost. And not Luke, the adult who's going to work and paying taxes and going to board meetings and all of this stuff. And the way they saw me was not how I knew I was or how I viewed myself. And they viewed me in that very old lens and that really bothered me. It felt like they couldn't see me for who I was. They could only see me for who I used to be. And I think we have these periods all the time like I remember when I was a kid and I really was a kid I think I was probably 11 years old and this woman in the park referred to me as a little boy and that really like hit me and I really didn't like it really upset me it upset something in my core and I was like I'm not a little boy (laughs) I'm a man and that's how I felt you know I wanted to be recognized for who I was I didn't want to be considered as a little boy I wanted to be considered as a man and I think especially for men we have that desperate urge to be felt as and recognized and respected as men and not boys this is why they would typically have initiation rites and rites of passage in ancient civilizations because it was a ritual that solidified that movement from the boy is dead, the man is born. And as we've lost that as a society, you know, it can only be found in really like gang initiations or the army. We've lost that sense of shift from boy to man. And I believe this is partially why we're having such a crisis with male identity at the moment and male depression is because a lot of men are trapped in that boy state. They haven't had something that has shifted them into their manhood. And I'm sure the same goes for women, when they don't want to be seen as girls and they want to be seen as women. We all desperately crave that new sense of identity and especially crave it to be recognised. Not just that we feel it, but we are recognised and respected as that. You know, if you were training to be a doctor all your life, when you get the doctorate, the reason why putting doctor in front of the name is so important to a lot of people is that it is that recognition that I'm not a uni student anymore. I'm not a child, you know, I'm a doctor. It's serious, it's official. And that could well be many people's rite of passage is obtaining a title that gives them a sense of officialness and respect and without that we can feel a huge sense of depression because our identity our self-identity doesn't match how the world views us or we are still playing out a character that no longer aligns with us it's expired you know we really know that we should be growing up or we should be doing something different But we're still trying to hold on to that child state. And a lot of people get trapped into that as well, where they don't want to grow up. You know, they get Peter Pan syndrome. They want to be the boy forever. They want to have no responsibility and care only about themselves and have fun and not think about any sense of seriousness or responsibility. And after a while, that too can manifest into a sort of depression. Because while we are stuck where we are, our environment is changing and maturing around us or for instance let's say you were 
constantly going to the club and you were going to the club and you were like 50 years old eventually you're gonna start noticing that all of the people that are in the club are you know a similar age and they all treat you different because you're an adult and they're all just turning 18 or something you're going to feel out of place after a while and you're going to look around at your friends or your peers or your family members that are a similar age and you're going to think well they're all doing stuff you know they all have family or children and I'm kind of stuck doing the same thing I was 20 years ago and that will form into a period of depression but no matter what it is we all have these periods of adjusting of becoming something new and waiting for our environment our standards, the people around us, to catch up to that change. We may have a huge shift, maybe a spiritual shift, and we may have this huge awakening, but we still have all of these unhealed relationships or toxic abusive relationships. We may have all of these old patterns. It may be as simple as suddenly waking up and realising that you should have self-respect. And then looking around you in your house and noticing that it's a complete shithole, that it needs cleaning, that you've got stuff everywhere and you need to rush around and you get this serious urge and this sense of, I need to clean, I need to get my things in order. And you go around and you clean the house and then all of a sudden you feel at peace because this inner shift has aligned with your environment. You now respect yourself, but your environment that you're in is a reflection of that self-respect. And that is a very oversimplified analogy of it, but to a greater extent, that is what happens in our lives. We have a change, or we know where we're going, or where we want to be, and we start aligning ourselves with that vision, or that change, and we want that recognition. Or we want that environmental change. If we suddenly start thinking about being rich and earning all this money, but you don't have any money, sooner or later you're going to be like, well, I'm doing all this work, I'm reading all these books, and I'm doing all this business stuff, but the environment hasn't caught up. I haven't got money. So before long, you're going to have a sense of identity disparity where you're doing all of the things that you should be doing in order to earn money, but you're not earning money, so you're waiting for the fruits of your labour to catch up with the work that you're doing. And that's okay. It's okay to let parts of yourself die. It's okay to give yourself the time you need to adjust and to grow. Things may happen very quickly. You may have realisations that come very suddenly, but to allow that to take effect and to allow those changes to manifest may take time and it definitely will take patience. You will first notice the feelings of unhappiness or discontentment. You'll notice that you don't feel like you know you should be. You're not happy or you're depressed or you know you just lost your love for life and you feel like something needs to change but you're not quite there yet. And that might be because you are refusing to change, that you know what you need to do deep down, but you're not doing it, you're not acting on the information that you already have, or you have made that change, 
but you're not giving yourself the time or being patient and allowing your life to catch up to that change, to reflect the change. So if you're doing everything that is required of you, everything that you should be doing, and you don't feel like your life is what it should be, then you need to be patient and allow your life to unfold and to catch up. But if you feel like there is things that you need to do, changes that you need to make, people that you need to step away from, or patterns that you need to break, environments that you need to change, then that is the time for action. Thank you for listening.